Hello and welcome to Monday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with another disappointing night for Ireland and Stephen Kenny. Ireland's hopes of finishing in the top two in Group B of the Euro 2024 qualifiers are done now. Stephen Kenny's men lost 2-1 to the Netherlands at the Aviva Stadium last night. They've now lost four of their five games in the group. It all started really well. Adam Eda scored a penalty after just four minutes, but Cody Gakbo equalised from the spot at the other end 14 minutes later. Substitute Vout Veghorst won it for the Dutch in the second half to inflict more pain on the Irish fans. Off the balls, Nathan Murphy spoke to some of the players after the match. Defender Nathan Collins says it was a frustrating night. He's very much still backing Stephen Kenny as well. I don't think we were bad. I think it was more decision-making. I think we still put them under a lot of pressure. We created a good few chances. You know, We got on their half. I don't think they dominated us in the sense of creating chances. I think they changed it a bit. They pushed their wingers higher and wider. We pinned our fullbacks, um, and their fullbacks dropped deeper to get on the ball. And our decision making wasn't right there. We just needed to decide: listen, they can have the ball. Then instead of constant pressure, 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 we maybe should have took a step back, let them have it, and just let them have the ball for a bit, you know. And then when we get the ball, put the pressure back on them, accelerate it again. Um, I don't think we were bad second half at all. I think still, I thought we were dangerous. Oh, I thought we defended well. I don't think they had many clear cut chances. So. It's obviously frustrating and very, very annoying. There's going to be an enormous amount of pressure now coming on the manager. A lot of questions already about whether he's the man to lead Ireland forward. What are your thoughts on it? I can't back them enough. Uh, I think the hours they put in, how much, how much work they put in, watching teams, how much uh, analysis they do, you know, and then personally on an individual level, they've put in belief, confidence, they give me my chance, so I can't speak highly enough of them. QPR's Sinclair Armstrong came off the bench in the second half to make his senior debut. The Dubliner was called up to the squad on Friday, just hours before he was due to feature for the under-21s against Turkey. Armstrong told Nathan it all happened very quickly. I didn't even know it was going to make me debut today. But, um, but obviously, you know, it's very, um, as I said before, it's a very proud night for myself and my family. And um, yeah, this is only just, I'm only going to use this as motivation to obviously go back to QPR and try to kick on now. Obviously, a very big game of the weekend against Sunderland. So hopefully I can, you know, get straight back into it with the boys and hopefully, hopefully get the win on the weekend. Are you a bit shell-shocked at how quickly all this has happened? Yeah, everything's happened so quickly, you know, you're getting my phone's, even as we're talking now, my phone's buzzing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, everything's just happened so fast. But, um, yeah, man, I give all the glory to God. Um, yeah, you know, this is something you pray for and this is something, you know, that you dream about as a little kid. And um, I do remember being like a 15-year-old and um, having a video on FAO TV. It's actually on YouTube. And I said... Um, Hopefully I can play at the Vivi Stadium one day and I'm after doing it now. So, yeah, it's a very, very proud night for myself and my family and hopefully more moments like this to come. Armstrong will now join back up with the 21s ahead of tomorrow's European qualifier against San Marino in Cork. Nathan was also at Stephen Kenny's press conference and no surprise to hear the Ireland boss fielded plenty of questions about his future. There is pressure on, a pressure from ourselves, you know, because we're desperate to go into the October window. So very much in the hunt and, uh, you know, that we're desperate to do that. So a lot of pressure from within, within ourselves. Um, so we're disappointed with that. You know, we've Greece and Gibraltar to prepare for in October, which is only a few weeks away. And Holland, you know, so we have to finish the group strongly and see if we have a playoff in March then. You know, we're, we're, we're unsure about that. I'm contracted until the end of the campaign. That's my contract. So absolutely. But we don't know if it's a playoff. So I don't, we, don't, we don't know if that is the case. You know, we're... we're we're unsure whether that is the case, so uh, you know I can't I can't really make statements about the playoff because we don't 
we don't know where we're in that now. Ireland have three games to play in the group, starting with a double header against Greece and Gibraltar next month before they finish off the campaign away to the Dutch in November. There's an outside chance of a playoff through the Nations League, but as things stand, it's not looking good for a playoff next March. For that reason, former Ireland defender Kenny Cunningham told off the ball breakfast earlier the FAI should let Stephen Kenny see out the campaign because it appears the players are still playing for their manager. You never quite know in terms of perception. It's all perception a little bit. We know what the players say in front of the cameras, but do get a sense of like that's a, that's a tight group. Uh, and they're still together as a group but fundamentally that's not going to be the biggest overriding uh, factor I think he'll stay in the job till the end of the campaign uh, I think he should uh, stay in the, jo- uh, uh, the job see it through that's the time for me for the FA board at that point to take a step back and come to a decision there won't be a huge rush then I know there's permutations in, in terms of a playoff place I think they're even they're even slimmer off the back of a few of the other results around uh, last night so the reality is we won't have a playoff game next March so plenty of time then for the uh, the board to sit down and come to that decision but for me it's not, I wouldn't be in a rush I wouldn't be in a rush to make that to, uh, decision now and we've got to, got to get the next one right if that is the case and they're looking forward to a field at a, at a new man you've got to take a little bit of time got to assess all the candidates Former Ireland midfielder Keith Tracy was also in studio and put the name of Damien Duff forward as a potential candidate for the Ireland job. Whether or not he, he would be interested in himself, I'm not too sure. But yeah, the way I think, you know, Shelbourne obviously playing against Shamrock Rovers, Pats, teams in the league that are generally better than them. They put it up against them, very rarely take a pump. And, and you know, on paper, they're not as good as the rest of the teams in the league, but they punch above their weight, they're hard to play. Northern Ireland's disappointing qualifying campaign continued yesterday with a 1-0 loss away to Kazakhstan. It was their fifth straight group Page defeat leaves them on three points after six games. That only win was against San Marino. Michael O'Neill was without several first team players. They have a double header at home next month against San Marino and Slovenia. Wales captain Aaron Ramsey has strongly defended manager Rob Page. He's under pressure heading into their qualifier away to Latvia tonight. Wales are fourth in Group D ahead of that crucial match in Riga. They've just one win from their last 13 games. Hansi Flick was sacked as manager of Germany yesterday after a poor run of results. The latest was Saturday's 4-1 friendly defeat to Japan. They've lost four of their last five games. Flick had just 12 wins in his 25 matches during his two years in charge. Germany, of course, are the hosts of the European Championships next summer. It's believed the German Football Association will speak to both Julian Nagelsmann and Matthias Sammer about taking over from Flick. If neither are appointed, Rudy Voller could continue for the Euros. Now, it looks like Fernando Santos could be the next international manager out of a job. Poland are set to sack the former Portugal coach after just six games in charge. They lost to Moldova earlier in their European campaign and they were beaten by Albania over the weekend. Luis Rubiales says he'll continue to defend his innocence after resigning as president of the Spanish Football Federation following the Jenny Hermoso controversy. Hermoso filed a legal complaint having been kissed on the lips by Rubiales after last month's World Cup final win. He claims it was consensual, but he has now stepped down from his role. Manchester United say Anthony will go on a leave of absence and won't train with the club while he addresses allegations of domestic violence. The winger says it was a mutual decision to avoid distraction to his teammates and unnecessary controversy for the club. The Brazilian, who's been dropped from their national team squad, denies the allegations from his ex-girlfriend and two other women. Laurent Blanc has been sacked as manager of Lyon, according to a report from L'Equipe. The former PSG boss was under pressure with Lyon, who have only one point from their first four league games. The Keep also report that former AC Milan and Napoli boss Gennaro Gattuso 
is the favourite to take over. Bruce Arenas resigned as manager of MLS club New England Revolution. The 71-year-old was alleged to have made insensitive and inappropriate remarks. He was placed on leave last month while the MLS investigated the matter. No specific details of the charges have been made public, but Arena, the former USA manager, acknowledged he had made some mistakes. And Hibs have confirmed that Nick Montgomery is their new manager. The former Sheffield United midfielder has taken over in a three-year deal and joins from Australian club Central Coast Mariners. His first game in charge will be this Saturday in the Scottish Premiership away to Kilmarnock.